Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show on our Twitter timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram and hit us up on TikTok for more Titans coverage. We got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us. And they help out you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. Uh, so see them in Lebanon or right there, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, rates, and service. Learn more about a health plan for you. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And the Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you get injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation at 800 800 4600. So, Zach, we're going to discuss today about what Tim Kelly can do moving forward to help improve and make the Titans offense a lot better. We'll play uh, some more video from Mike Vrabel's press conference. We'll talk about a new hire the Titans made where they are doubling down on a new philosophy that I find uh, especially interesting. But today's show is a little bit different because it is a, a moment's piece uh, Valentine's show here on this Thursday. Valentine's Day, just two days uh, after the game on Sunday. So a lot of times now with people forgetting uh, that the Super Bowl was moved back, uh, you know, Valentine's Day creeps up on you. So make sure you don't miss out on Valentine's Day this year. And that last minute gift, we got you guys covered by going to a momentspiece.com slash Valentine. That's a momentspiece.com slash Valentine and get a gift card for that Valentine in your life. You're going to win. You're going to be undefeated. You might lose your bets on Sunday, but you're going to win Valentine's Day. And in my opinion, that's more important. So if you need a gift card, Manny Petty, Salon Day, hair, whatever it might be, a momentspiece.com slash Valentine. They have over a dozen services in Cool Springs to take care of that Valentine in your life, whether it's you know, male, male, female, mom, spouse, dad, grandmother, whoever it might be, they've got you guys covered. So momentspeace.com slash Valentine. Uh, and Zach, I actually have uh, a massage scheduled on Saturday, uh, a week from this upcoming Saturday. So I'm pretty pumped up about a moment's peace salon and day spa as always great partners uh, with us. So Zach, Tim Kelly as the offensive coordinator. Uh, we talked a lot yesterday at an extensive length about why was Tim Kelly not given an opportunity to have a de facto audition for this role late in the season that it could have saved the Titans' opportunity to win the AFC South. They stuck with Todd Downing. They lost seven games in a row uh, after Todd Downing's DUI, and Tim Kelly didn't get a chance to prove himself. Now the Titans committed to him for next season as OC. Here was Mike Vrabel asked about if he thought about uh, making that move in season uh, and going forward from there. With Tim already on staff last season, did did you consider expanding his role in this way previously, either before the season, during it at some point? And, and a couple of years ago, did you make an attempt to uh, to kind of reach out and talk to him for that then? You know, there there's, you know, I have to make decisions, Gentry, and I don't know if, you know, during the season, uh, anything really would have mattered. Um, I, I really don't. And I think that um, what, what I'm focused on um, is where we go, you know, from here. You mentioned 
thinking that moving Tim's role earlier into the season wouldn't have mattered much. I'm just curious if you could elaborate on that and why you felt like uh, shifting his responsibilities doesn't help you moving forward or with the, the current move. Yeah, I think really, Sam, and I, and I appreciate everybody's um, question, and I appreciate the, uh, you know, the fact that you guys would show up here to, to, to cover this and, and support our staff. I, you know, you know, my focus is, is solely on this football team moving forward, uh, the staff that we have in place, the people that are here, um, working with Rand and his staff. Oh, uh, I'm going to tell you that the move wouldn't have mattered. And then, Sam, I'm going to answer your super relevant follow-up question to what I said with, I appreciate that you showed up to this Zoom press conference and for the coverage that you guys give us. No, 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 and no, no. The, the thing that was most eye-opening is I'm glad that you guys talking to the media support our staff Ugh. coach we're not here to support your staff we're here to ask you why you made the decisions you made on your staff this is not a support system meeting that i found absolutely hilarious and again it goes back to this graphic that we keep going back to with mike vrabel i just hear mike vrabel's voice when i read this graphic when he says when the time is right and when the opportunity is there it's all just coach speak. It's just what Vrabel does. And that was the most coach answer. I think we can solidify, stamp it down. That is the most coach answer that he has ever done in the history of him being a head coach. Support the staff. We're so glad you, you showed up to support the staff. The, yeah, so glad you guys turned on your computers this morning. Coach, and then coach, your that has nothing to do what, like, do I need to repeat the question? Why did you feel it necessary to keep Todd Downing in place and not make this move when you had ample opportunity to win the division when you were seven and three, when Todd Downing got a DUI, when your offense was ranked at the bottom of the league for yeah. most of the second half of the season, when you guys couldn't score 30 points in a football game, at times you couldn't score 20 points in a football game, and you now think that Tim Kelly is going to skyrocket this offense into another realm, but he couldn't do that and push the Titans over the edge to host a playoff game for their fans. Yeah, and and yeah, it doesn't make much sense. And Robert Dingman, who I uh, is this Bobby Dingman's, uh, uh, I guess more mature um, uh, counterpart it's here. It's just an alias, I think. Robert Dingman. Why do we keep microanalyzing his words then? Nobody's microanalyzing Mike Vrabel's words. It's when Mike Vrabel was asked the question on why Tim Kelly was not elevated or potentially elevated to do the job while this offense was in the midst of sinking with Todd Downing to save the season. And Mike Vrabel answers, I don't think it would have mattered. I think it's so fair and it's the proper thing to do as a media member in that Zoom press conference to ask, hey, can you elaborate on why you didn't think it would have mattered? I'd like to know more about that. Because what's been the number one topic about Tim Kelly uh, being elevated as offensive coordinator? It's 
how much was Tim Kelly involved in the offense last season? And, and if he was going to be the guy, then why didn't you do this earlier to maybe save the season? And so Mike Vrabel just said it wouldn't matter and then didn't answer and, you know, wants to move forward. Of course, whenever you don't make a good decision, the, the default answer is, well, you know, I'm not here to talk about the past. You know, I'm trying to move forward with the people we have in the building. That is code for, yeah, I messed up and I made a mistake, but I'm not going to admit it. Uh, so let's just focus on the future and not about the past. You're at a date. We're not talking about our exes, okay? We're talking about us. We're talking about moving forward. We're, and, but look, Mike Vrabel doesn't always not answer questions. So I do want to give Mike Vrabel his credit. He's not Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick probably 80 to 90% of the time doesn't answer the question. Mike Vrabel does answer these questions. But there are circumstances like we just saw that he completely ignored. He had one later on in that press conference when Paul Kowarski asked him uh, a little bit more about why he you know, just hires within once they're in yeah. the building and elevates instead of looking outside. Yeah. And Mike Grable didn't have necessarily a direct answer. He basically was like, I don't want to be the guy that does that, but he is the guy that is doing that. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and we played that uh, the the question from Paul and the lack of answer from Vrabel yesterday. And yeah, for sure. So, I want to ask this question just to get Zach your opinion on it, um, and then get the chat more involved here. Uh, but you know, we have a couple questions now today. But uh, something I want to do here is why do you think it didn't matter to Mike Vrabel? Why do you think it did not matter to Mike Vrabel uh, to make that move? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at the bottom of your screen. You see that Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra. They also have the Tucson and the Santa Fe. I mean, they've got the Ionic, which is battery-powered. They have your perfect make and model from everything to an SUV full-size like the Palisade to a four-door sedan. It's a quick trip down I-40 exit 236. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can go online and look at their inventory today. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, it's a big week for BetMGM. It's in a big week and a big opportunity for all of you guys. If you have not signed up with BetMGM, there is a big game coming up. We know that. So how about this special offer? Use the bonus code, not the one on the screen right now, but the bonus code SB100. That's SB100. When you download and sign up with the BetMGM app, you put a $10 Moneyline wager on a team to win on Sunday. Just either team to win, $10 Moneyline wager. The, the spread's like right there at minus one and a half to Philly. So the Moneyline wager will get you a pretty good odds. And regardless if that Moneyline wager bet wins, you're going to get $100 in bonus bets when a touchdown is scored on Sunday. It's a great way to jump on board with BetMGM. Again, that's with bonus code SB100 for the game. A $10 Moneyline wager on either team wins you $100 automatically in bonus bets when a single touchdown is scored on Sunday with BetMGM. So Zach asked the question, why did, we're going to ask the question, why did it not matter? I'll play the, the video again of Mike Vrabel. Why did it not matter? Uh, that he didn't hire or promote Tim Kelly in season. With Tim already on staff last season, did did you consider expanding his role in this way previously, either before the season, during it at some point? And and a couple of years ago, did you make an attempt to uh, to kind of reach out and talk to him for that then? You know, there there's, you know, I have to make decisions, Gentry, and I don't know if 
you know, during the season, uh, anything really would have mattered. Um, I, I really don't. And I think that um, what, what I'm focused on um, is where we go, you know, from here. You mentioned thinking that moving Tim's role earlier into the season wouldn't have mattered much. I'm just curious if you could elaborate on that and why you felt like uh, shifting his responsibilities doesn't help you moving forward or with the, the current move. Yeah, I think really, Sam, and I, and I appreciate everybody's um, question, and I appreciate the, uh, you know, the fact that you guys would show up here to, to – to cover this and, and support our staff. I, you know, you know, my focus is, is solely on this football team moving forward. Uh, the staff that we have in place, the people that are here, um, working with Rand and his staff. Sorry, it didn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered. So Zach, why do you think Mike Vrabel thinks Firing Todd Downing in season to promote Tim Kelly wouldn't have mattered. So I think it's the first half of this comment from Steven. Okay. It says Mike Vrabel didn't do it last year because he was afraid Tim Kelly was going to fail with the 2022 Titans. Uh, I think that is the answer. Uh, I think uh, he didn't want to use his, in video game terms, his life, an extra life. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> right? And he, and he didn't want to expend Tim Kelly because of the injury situation, of the quarterback situation, of the offensive line situation, of the wide receiver situation. And that's why. And I wish he would have said that, but he wasn't going to because he, he doesn't directly throw players under the bus. He indirectly throws them with his, with his moves, right. With, well, with his actions. And he, he has, right. He said that the players were the issue. It's not the coaching staff. And that's a little bit of what this move makes and, well, and says. So situationally Todd Downing was fired, right? So there, there was a Todd Downing, Keith Carter, uh, and uh, Anthony Midget and the other assistant wide receivers coach, th those four coaches were fired. And we know that. So clearly those four guys were a part of the problem. But now, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think this is the second, actually, this is the third time where Mike Vrabel has said it's the player's fault, not the staff member's fault. Indirectly. It, it, no, well, well, that's what I'm saying. His actions are well, okay, speaking fine. his words. So, so that's it, what I'm saying. after the 2020 season, he, I think he said uh, vaguely that Shane Bowen not having the title of defensive coordinator was not the reason for the worst third down defense in NFL history since they've been tracking third down defenses. That Shane Bowen not having the defensive coordinator title was not the reason why the Titans had 19 total sacks in 16 games played. And so it was the players. And what'd they do? They went and got a lot of new players on defense. And what do you know? Hey, the defense Actions. has been pretty good. And Shane Bowen got the title of defensive coordinator and he's done a pretty solid job over the last couple of seasons uh, in that role. He also said after this season in his season in press conference that on the soft tissue injury thing, he did not talk about the strength and conditioning or the training staff. He named two players, Christian Fulton and David Long Jr., for being repeat offenders for soft tissue injuries, and that those guys got to figure out if they want to be a blister or um, a callus. 
And then you know what? They changed the damn field uh, surface because the, the natural grass Bermuda, that's part of the problem too. But not the training staff, not the strength and conditioning coaches, the the, the repeat offender players, and the damn side. Like so now the equipment seeing, manager got fired. Yeah, but he's not the guy who's well, he's hey, he did down. something. I don't know, right? Like that that is a the Haas getting fired is a strange deal. And, yeah. Well, and was he fired? Was his contract not renewed? No, he was Either, fired. And, and so again, for what? Like, <laughs> I can tell you that. For what? I mean, and Haas, who had been around for for the the organization since nineteen, well, since Earl Campbell. Yeah, and and has relationships with all these guys. Zach, I was at Floyd Reese in his celebration of life. The former Titans GM passed away. Haas was there, talked to Haas, and Haas was there with a bunch of other. It was a Titans Oilers yearbook in Floyd's house uh, uh, over the summer. And Haas has a relationship with all of those guys and all those names that everybody knows. And so a very strange thing for that. But again, on to the topic is I, I, I have to agree that that's the reason why Vrabel didn't think it mattered, but I disagree. I do think it mattered because regardless, the Titans had situations in the season where they could have won football games down the stretch to not miss out on the playoffs. And Todd Downing had key mistakes in those situations. And we have, I think we have to look at the Philadelphia game moving forward. It's the Jacksonville no, game. No, 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 no. I want to back you up. Okay. He, there is an instance in the season. It is a DUI. Yeah. That it, you you had that is that is the tipping point. And that I think makes this situation so unique of the indecisiveness to make a decision by Mike Vrabel. Maybe he was decisive in not doing it, so I'll I'll backtrack on that. But the DUI started this whole thing. Your offensive coordinator just got a DUI. He had been criticized time and time again over the last year plus mm -hmm. for his work, honestly. And after that, he still did not do anything. That I thought was mind-blowing blowing to me so there was that re that reason sure. is also involved and we know there's probably nuance and, and politics and all that yeah. stuff because of team planes and, uh -huh. and all that stuff I, that i've I, kind and, of stated and i think and zach i i align with you on that i think uh, and and i i don't know if i've said this on the air yet i honestly feel that if todd downing did not get the dui he probably would have been more likely to be fired mid-season maybe and I, I do feel they that they had an opportunity. I think the other yes, part, but there they was had an opportunity also, to win their division. Austin, I know, like, I know. And so uh, and that's why I said like Cincinnati game moving forward. I still think even after the DUI, there was opportunity for that to happen. So I'm even involving the DUI in that because they, they, they could have fired Todd Downing uh, after uh, the, the, let's see. I mean, honestly, you know, they won a lot of games in a row, and then it, the Cincinnati game is where it all kind of fell apart, and that wasn't even the offense. But it wasn't situation. because of their offensive prowess. Like, well, but I, so they I'm won looking, games, but like they had one good game with Green Bay. That was yeah. their best game that they played. It was on primetime, Thursday night football, the best singular game that they played all season. But if you take that away or just sample it right there and you look at the body of work, yeah, it's no, disastrous. I, and and that's and here's the thing is that if we kind of go back into our memories, if you remember what happened 
you know, the Kansas City game was, I think, a positive in Todd Downing's uh, in his corner because of how they were able to really play tough in that game with Malik Willis uh, against the Chiefs on Sunday night. And they had a chance to win it, but couldn't because Mahomes did what he does. And now obviously he's in the Super Bowl. But if you look at these, the last play, remember Ryan Tannehill came back against Denver through a brilliant touchdown pass at the end of the second quarter to NWI. And the Titans had a good offensive second half against the Broncos and then carried into their best offensive performance against Green Bay on Thursday. And then they lost seven in a row after the DUI. So the Cincinnati game, they only scored 16 points. But remember the Kevin Strong slash TR Tart uh, penalties uh, allowed that game to end without Tannehill getting an opportunity for a, a, a game-winning drive there. But then Philadelphia, it was bad. Jacksonville, the offensive philosophy was okay. They were putting up yards, but they had four turnovers. Then the Chargers, Houston, Dallas, Jacksonville. Those four games were all, I think, winnable-type games for the Titans. But Todd Downing had moments in all four of those games where he cost the Titans' offense opportunities because of bad situational play calls and all they needed to do was win one or two of those games and I do think Tim Kelly calling plays would have mattered if I I you know you can never say you know something is certain in, in a hypothetical situation but I feel like the Titans could have made the playoffs and won the AFC South if Tim Kelly started calling plays in LA against the Chargers on Sunday, December 18th. I feel like the Titans could have done something more with Tim Kelly calling plays. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never but know. Now but, we will. But, know. Just, but, but I, I feel like I've <laughs> I feel like I said that in the moment, right? I feel like I was saying give Tim Kelly four games of a chance to go do it and see what happens. He didn't rather want to than use run- his life. He didn't want to use his bonus life. And that's Mike Vrabel. That was a strategy. I believe to answer the question that you originally asked, it was a strategy. So Mike Vrabel was saying, you know what? We're either going to make the playoffs with Todd Downing or we're not going to make the playoffs with Todd Downing and I'm okay with either situation. Yes. I don't think that he would say that publicly, but I think based on Uh, what he won't, he refuses to answer the question, right? That does tell you something. Yeah. When you, you refuse to answer a question. Yeah. That it says it doesn't know we don't know exactly why, but it does say something because otherwise you would probably more be more likely to be forthright. I, I do want to get to some uh, lunchbox money and sure. and also uh, we've got a good question that I have changed my answer from the start of the show to the, the now. Ooh, so uh, we're gonna get the chat more involved. It's been a good you know first twenty five minutes of the show talking and diagnosing why. Now we got to kind of move forward, Philip. Gives to lunchbox money. He says it doesn't matter because Vrabel knew in his mind he was going to fire Downing and give the job to Kelly, regardless of who is he interviewed. I do think that that his actions insinuate that, but I think that that is a hard thing yeah. to. Uh, it's a hard accusation Agreed. that I, I I would not put fully on Vrabel. Uh, interest in Bienemy and Nagy was for show and fan service. I may actually agree with that last part. Uh, Andre says it wouldn't have mattered in that they could have seen Kelly's thought process and game plan and calling plays. Roster might have still kept the Titans losing, but we'd actually know. 
So yeah, there's, and, there's some and, comments. There. And I, I said yesterday that I felt like by how Vrabel went through the press conference that he was comfortable with coaching against Tim Kelly play called offenses with the Texans, that he felt good about Tim Kelly's feel for calling plays in a game. And so in, in Mike Vrabel's mind, that box was checked. So he also didn't feel the need for to, you know, to see that in action. But again, I still feel like it hurt the team this year. And I still have a hard time swallowing. Mike Vrabel would have been okay with writing out Todd Downing to miss the playoffs rather than risk ruining the perception of Tim Kelly. Yeah, because before the Chargers game, Ryan Tannehill was still healthy. You had your starting quarterback, your starting running back. Traylon Burks was ready. Robert Woods was uh, active. Burks did not play in the Chargers game. He missed the back-to-back games after the concussion, concussion to, from Philly. Okay, so... But he he did return eventually. He returned so, against Houston when Tannehill was out. But that that's was just there. Yeah. But but that was kind of the last game that you know, obviously before Ryan Tannehill went out for the season. And after that, I do think that Mike Vrabel was probably like, "This is a moot point. This we can't compete. We're not going to beat the Chiefs. We're not going to beat the Bills or the Bengals. We're just not going to compete." And so. I didn't, he didn't, my opinion is he didn't want to sacrifice Tim Kelly for that. Yeah. Now that's a, that's what happened. Now I think what we do is we look forward to what Tim Kelly, I mean, he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, pal. Uh, He's the guy. So what, what can he do? I think that's kind of the next stage. Yeah, absolutely. So let's ask you guys this question. Uh, What change do you want to see Tim Kelly make in the Titans offense? What change do you want to see Tim Kelly make in the Titans offense uh, here? And let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They've got you covered when it comes to injuries in life. I spoke earlier about the Titans issues with soft tissue injuries. Uh, Sam and I did a doc talk segment with the Bone and Joint Institute and their lead physical therapist, Dave Kimfort, uh, back in January about that topic. It was a fantastic conversation. And so I suggest go check that out on our YouTube channel, A to Z Sports Nashville, to, sh- to see what the Bone and Joint Institute can do for you. It doesn't matter when that injury occurs or how that injury occurs or what part of the body uh, you get banged up. But in life, injuries happen. It could be slipping and falling because of some bad weather outside. It could be wrecked sports. It could be uh, you know just getting old and and having those uh, lower back nagging shoulder injuries, knee injuries, whatever it might be. It could be your son or daughter getting injured playing youth sports, but know where to go and know who to trust when that injury occurs because the Bone and Joint Institute will get you right. Uh, They've helped me out. Uh, Dr. Scott Arthur is my guy. He helped me out with my knee, my shoulder. Dr. Watson's also my guy when he helped me out this past summer with my foot injury. So check him out right there in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. Austin, we got some really good comments coming in in the comment section good. of the change, but I, I, I'm I'm on the biggest heater I've ever been on in my life. I was eight and two last night. Damn, and I had a plus two thousand. Uh, how do I say this? Plus two thousand fourteen parlay. You I put $11.14 on my plus 2000 parlay. I got to the last leg. It's 11.14 to pay $235.57. Uh, 
My last final game, I got to say this because I was going through it. I've stayed up late watching this game. Oh, my gosh. San Diego State money line. They were plus three. But at Utah State, there's a brouhaha and things got to, people got ejected. I almost Utah bet State. on this game. I did not. I almost bet on it because San Diego State's ranked. Utah State's not. But San Diego State was a dog, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So I put, that was my last game to hit my parlay to win me basically 200 and something dollars. So what did I do? San Diego State got up. They got up by 10. And man, they got up by actually almost 20, wow. where it was plus nine and a half. I took, I put $85 to, to hedge on Utah State plus four and a half. I covered that and San Diego State won. <laughs> oh, the double dip, baby. That's I, the best. I and I it came down to the wire, obviously, because they were shooting free throws and there was all this stuff. But bet MGM, baby. I'm telling you, use the promo code. You got a you got a special big game promo code this week, which is SB1000, up to a thousand dollars of bonus bets if your first big game bet misses. So download the app. It was exhilarating on a Wednesday night at about 1130 and I was just in bed watching my phone and yeah. it was, it was fun. I will I, say that. Uh, that's amazing. I'll tell you what, I did the same thing with a parlay and a hedge with the Cincy Baltimore playoff game from January. Uh, that was the end of my heater that I was on. And then it oh, all this came will end. <laughs> and yeah, and there's like, there's an important game where I'm sure you're going to have a lot of, a lot of bets out on Sunday, but Zach uh, asking this question to everybody, I'll let you go back to the chat. What do you want to see Tim Kelly uh, make some changes with the Titans offense. So what change do you want to see Tim Kelly make in the Titans offense? I'll send you to the chat. So uh, Jonathan starts off, I think, very eloquently by saying personnel usage. Like, I think that's a good way to start. Personnel uses. H how are you going to use the personnel? That, now, we don't know the personnel of 2023. It's going to be different in some regard than 2022. Gary says quarterback being unpredictable from Xavier more passing from Eric. Stop being predictable from Jacob. Less runs, more passes. Uh, change at quarterback from Nate's burner. Uh, stop calling give up plays from Robert. Ooh, that's a passing one. game versatility. Run less from Michael James. Balance out the offense from Pastor Raymond. Uh, better play action plays, which I think is good from Stephen King. Usage of Chig. He can't run routes uh, until he can't run routes anymore from the fundraiser, which is pretty funny because Chig was stellar his rookie season yeah. when he was used. Predictability for Michael. Get the passing game going from Jason. Balance on early downs. Running the ball on third and short from Charles. Pass on first down. Breaking of tendency. Throw the damn ball from Deborah. I added in damn, but throw the ball. Uh, getting the ball to Chig. More play action and Chig from Josh. Stay unpredictable. Another one coming in. Uh, I'm curious. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I was going to say, yeah, and then yeah. what I I am currently going to say. But if you want to go ahead and go, I'll let well, you go. Well, you know, I think some of these things, uh, personnel is very important, right? Like uh, Tim Kelly does not have uh, in the 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 right to make personnel decisions. That comes with uh, Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon, and you know, collaboration with Tim Kelly on personnel is a big is going to be a part of it. But, the usage, know, I, though, yeah, and so usage for sure. I, I think. And where I was going with the personnel is because I heard Mike Vrabel say some things when they want to have more versatile players. They want to have guys on the field that they can do 
uh, multiple things run out of a bunch of different sets and formations and not tip, right? Because that's what I've been bitching about ever since the Titans let Jonu Smith walk uh, to New England for a lot of money. And that turned out maybe yeah, they the should right have let move. him walk, right? Uh, yeah, because, you know, Jonu wasn't worth the money he got in New England. But what Jonu Smith was, was uh, the glue chess piece. He was the guy who could be on the field in any down and distance, any type of uh, formation setup, any type of personnel, and you could run any type of play with Jonu Smith on the field. We know what Anthony Ferkshire and Jeff Swain and Michael Pruitt were as a tight end group, predictable. We know that when Cody Hollister and NWI, the wide receivers, they're probably going to run the ball. Uh, and especially if Jeff Swain's out there uh, blocking to at, at, at tight end. So some of that isn't on Tim Kelly, but I also, I do think the main thing is you gotta be so much better on first down because predictability on first down was such a problem to where, again, my crazy ass was charting first down plays against the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 18 and it was 85% of their first down plays were a run play. And only one of those run plays was not Derrick Henry. The other one was Josh Dobbs on a zone read where he picked up a first down on first and 10. And it was in two minutes left in the game. And the first time you used the mobile quarterback's legs on first and 10 was with two minutes left in the game. That is a crime. And, and so, I, you know, I think Tim Kelly has to do a better job in – being more efficient on first down because I you'd hope that would prevent the give up plays on second and 10 or third and 13. If you're a more efficient on first down. I think that's fair. Um, I was going to say the evolution of the role that Derrick Henry plays within the offense. That's what I was going to say. And I believe that, but I've changed because I've got data. Take that for data. And I'll start with the data that, honestly, Denise brought up. So I'll give credit where credit is due because it's more points. That is what it needs to change. And I know that that's that's very broad, but here's the reason why. If you look at the average points per game for the teams in the NFL, the, the top 11 teams that scored the most points, only one of the top 11 teams didn't make the playoffs. That was Detroit, who almost made the playoffs at the end of the season. Austin, I'll go a little further. If you go to the top 15 teams, there's only two teams that did not make the playoffs that averaged a high, the highest points per game. The Detroit Lions... And then also the Las Vegas Raiders. But you're telling me, I'm actually telling you, 15 teams, 13 of those were playoff teams. 13. That is what, that's the recipe. I I mean, I know it's score more points, score more points, but you're not going to to be successful if you can't score 30 points in a game. And Tim Kelly has got to figure out how he can get whatever offense he goes to battle with in 2023 to get in the end zone, game in and game out. That, I mean, that is the script. And Tim Kelly, with his passing schemes, with all of the other nuances that I think the chat and you talked about, I went from the broad side. Yeah. But 
the stats don't lie. 13 out of 15. There's only 32 team guys. You're telling me the percentages. And the other two teams were the Raiders and the Lions. The Lions went down to week 17 and 18 to not make the playoffs. And the Raiders, to be honest, were in it for a period. When you think about it, if, if the refs don't mess up a call in the Seahawks game in week 18 and the Lions have a chance to beat the Packers on Sunday night to go to the playoffs, and there's been controversy with that. So, um, you know, Valentina. So, Zach, what was uh, what was the average points per game for the Titans this season, you said? Uh, th- this season, they were 28 in the 17.5. That's abysmal. Two years ago, the Titans offense averaged 30.1 points per game. So they've dropped by nearly two full touchdowns a game. And look at the teams that are around the Titans at the bottom of the league. Pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs. The Rams didn't make the playoffs. The Jets didn't make the playoffs. The Colts didn't make it. The Texans didn't make it. And the Broncos. All of the teams, you are who your company is. And the and, top and all of the those, league tells and, you what you need well, to And all, all the teams that you mentioned have massive problems. They've either fired their head coach, they've had a terrible quarterback situation, uh, or you know their offensive coordinator has been ter- you know, bad too. And you see like the Colts and the Broncos in there, the Jets with bad quarterbacks, uh, and the Rams had uh, quarterback injuries and a lot of other things. Valentino says, Tannehill's not scoring 30. Well, Valentino, I just told you two years ago, the Titans offense with Ryan Tannehill scored 30 points a game. On average, yeah, and so and so Ryan Tannehill's been able to do that. We've that was seen. their average, right? That yeah. the average for the season was thirty points. thirty point one thirty, I, and that was like top two or three scoring offense in the league. They game. would have been the number one scoring offense in the league because the top was the Kansas City Chiefs at twenty nine point two. Yeah, and so at, uh, you know, year to said, year. Yeah, but Val- Valentino said, "Oh, well, Derrick Henry was the reason for that." No, I mean Ryan Tannehill, thirty-three touchdowns. Yeah, he had thirty-three rushing touchdowns. He ran for uh, thirty-three passing touchdowns. Yeah. He ran for seven. He had forty total touchdowns and played great. Look, AJ Brown was phenomenal. Corey Davis was nearly a thousand-yard receiver, and Jonu Smith was really good and had eight touchdown catches. Uh, and then Lawan got hurt, and he had to go do all that. So yeah, th- they've had situations where they can they can do that. Uh, you know, Zach, I do have a problem. You know, we asked this question. What change do you want to see Tim Kelly make in the offense? You know, I get what your answer was, but I also feel like this is us asking what's the most important thing for the Titans to do in a, in a pregame show, and, and you answer was score more points than the other team. Like, I get all that, and it is important. The Titans but I know, score- But here's the difference. I backed it up with what they didn't do from well, the previous regime. Yeah, but we regime. know that. But we, but we, but we know. But it, no, but it's detrimental. It tells you the path out – I didn't just say score more points. I had I, statistics I, to back I, up my answer. Dom, Dom responded. He says that goes without saying. So how are you going to do it? Like, and, and that's where I like, yes, score more points. Averaging 17 points a game in the NFL in the year 2022 is stupid. That's terrible. Injuries and personnel have a problem, but so does the offensive coordinator. And Tim Kelly should have healthier players to at least start. Well, what and, was my first answer? I mean, I gave context also like the, the I knew what I was doing. You're saying you can't gripe no, at my I answer I just, when I when I told you to start, and I gave probably the answer that you preferred, which was the Derrick Henry answer, the evolution of the role that Derrick Henry plays within the offense. If I would have just said that, not said anything, you wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, but that, yeah, again, your your answer was the score more points, and I, and I, I because just think- that's the only way that you were going to make the playoffs. I mean, it's 
13 out of 15 teams. Yes. How many teams make the playoffs? Uh, uh, 14. I, ah. I know that. But again, but Zach, my, I, I get the data. That's fine. But I think it's obvious. Like, how do you win a game? Well, you score more points than the other team. How do you make the playoffs? You score more points and win more games. So you win the division. And you but make the, the previous playoffs. offense was incapable based on a plethora of things, as you said. But the offensive coordinator was a huge part of it. Tim Kelly, and we'll never know because Mike Vrabel didn't pull the trigger, if Tim Kelly could have come in there and scored more points. Right. Maybe he could have. All right, so let's, real quick, let's go to Mike Vrabel and uh, a quick uh, comment from him on what gives him confidence uh, in Tim Kelly as offensive coordinator. We go through an extensive uh, interview process, um, hear how he would do things, hear, hear what he liked, hear, hear what he you know, would like to change um, going forward. And hear what he would like to change going forward. But again, it didn't matter if he would have been elevated. Why didn't he help change going forward last so, year and, after because, they lost to the Bengals? And and that's where I, I always come back to this of being fair to Tim Kelly and giving him an opportunity to be the Titans offensive coordinator and let the information play out in front of us on the field in games is that Tim Kelly's job, and Mike Vrabel said this early in the week, Tim Kelly's job was helping with the look ahead process of the game planning and setting. And he was instrumental in first and second down pass uh, game plan setup. And so that's fine. Tim Kelly can be a part of early down pass game coordination and setup and game planning, but that doesn't mean he's calling the plays and calling the plays is the biggest problem under Todd Downing. It's the lack of feel. It's getting stuck in trends and not getting getting out of it. It's you know making bad decisions in situations with play calling. And if Tim Kelly can be a better play caller in the moment, then the first and second down, uh, you know, game plan that they installed in the week should work better. Yeah. And so maybe what Tim Kelly wants to change is, hey, I put all this work in on first and second down uh, pass plays. And, and Todd's just out here run the damn ball on first and 10 and losing a yard and then running it again on second and 11. And that's what he wants to change. So I, I, I'm curious about how Tim Kelly calls plays because that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, we'll find out soon enough and he'll get his opportunity like Shane Bowen got his opportunity and we'll kind of, we'll see. And, and plus, he'll have different personnel. I mean, the, the, the same players will not be playing on next year's team from last year's team. So he'll get that benefit and he'll start at least what we think more healthy. Yeah. Right. With the roster. Yeah, no doubt. A to Z sports here live on this Thursday, the Titans are doubling down on a philosophy change that I find intriguing. And so we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, But first Zach, tell everybody about farm Bureau health plans. Yeah. FBHP.com slash a to Z is where to go to get your health plan. And they're hooking you up. I mean, they're doing a great job for me. They can do a great job for you. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Plan on them for health, dental, and vision. That's health, dental, and vision. I've got all three, and I'm really happy. Teledoc conferences, Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's where to go. Better coverage, better rates, better service. If you live in the state of Tennessee, get a quote today and take a hard look at your health plan, whether you're Single, you're married, you're married with kids. They've got your perfect plan. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z.
Download the BetMGM app. You have to do this this week before the game on Sunday because there's a big game uh, promotion and offer for new users for the BetMGM app. It's really easy, guys. You download the BetMGM app. You sign up this week. Use SB100. That's SB100, which means all you have to do is put a $10 Moneyline wager on either team on Sunday. Either team. doesn't matter because it doesn't matter all who wins the game and who wins that money line bet for you because you're going to get a hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. When a team scores a touchdown, whenever a player walks into the end zone on Sunday, uh, you're going to get a hundred bucks in bonus bets because you signed up with BetMGM with code SB 100. That's SB 100. Then you place a $10 money line wager on either team Sunday for that hundred dollars of bonus bets. Boom. Right there. In your account, when a touchdown is scored, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer, all promotions, subject to qualification, eligible requirements. First online real money wager only, rewards issued as non withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from insurance and problem gambling support. Call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Uh, Zach here live on uh, this Thursday show. Uh, Zach, the Titans are doubling down on a philosophy that I find pretty interesting. Uh, because we saw with the Tim Kelly elevation, we saw a bunch of other coaching moves. We saw two new positions being created on the coaching staff with guys who have been under Mike Vrabel for several years. Pat O'Hara goes from quarterback coach to pass game analyst. Luke Steckel goes from tight end coach to run game analyst. Having those analysts is different. That's a brand new position the Titans have created. Then yesterday... Uh, Albert Breer reports this. The Titans are are uh, hiring an assistant general manager for Rand Carthon, and that is Chad Brinker of the Packers, who is a personnel and football administrative executive for the Packers as the new assistant GM. And uh, Breer adds, got an incredible diverse skill set and has been on their future GM list over the last two years. He'll be a part of the Cleveland-like model under uh, Rand Carthon. And I want to, Breer did go on to clarify what the Cleveland-like model means. And it is having a football ops strategy exec and a scouting exec leading department that report directly to the GM. Brinker would be the football ops strategy exec, exec in this situation. And so Chad Brinker, another new position the Titans have created. They have not had an assistant GM as, t- on, as title here And so I find this interesting because the Titans clearly are investing more resources into their staff in the front office on the coaching staff to help the players and to help be a better team. Yeah. And look, I, I think the Titans are going through a transition, which I think is a positive positive overall, right? Is they're looking at what they their regime was John Robinson. John Robinson constantly got elevated. His title got changed. He was vice president. I mean, they gave him the keys. That didn't work. It got to a boiling point where he did not make the correct decisions for the franchise in the eyes of the owner. The owner fired John Robinson, and now they're going a different direction in a different strategy from the top down. Now, Mike Vrabel is still there. But Mike Vrabel has proven that he is a quality head coach. He has improved on his in-game decisions over the last five years, right, from where he started to where he is now. 
he's a he's a solid coach. He's, he gets the most out of his players, or at least you know does all that he can to do that. Now this is a shift from the top, and you know I think this is good. This is this is honestly Amy Adams Strunk saying, let's not do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Yeah. I also believe it says something, you know, there's been a question about the Titans organization and like, why aren't they doing this when everything in the, everybody else in the NFL is, and it deals with analytics and don't forget real quick, a momentspeace.com uh, slash Valentine. That is where to go. Momentspeace.com slash Valentine to make sure you get that last second gift card for Valentine's day coming up on Tuesday. So don't miss on that uh, from momentspeace.com slash Valentine. Uh, go big or go lavish. Uh, and so you can do it right there with all the services at a momentspeace.com slash Valentine has in cool Springs, a gift card will help you win Valentine's day and the Titans are trying to win more games. And I think analytics is being a bigger role in this organization. Run game analyst, pass game analyst, a new assistant GM who deals with uh, administrative executive work. That's they're providing a lot more analytical information and data and research and resources and work towards this football team. Where we were questioning, do the Titans care about analytics for the last several years? And maybe the lack of analytics and having an analytical department was more of a John Robinson thing than it was a Mike Vrabel thing. Well, and you know, when the news happened yesterday, I think everybody like Nate's burner account said, can this guy bring Aaron Rodgers with him?" Right. Cause you see, you know, he comes from the Packers right there, Chad Brinker. I do think that it does lend it could be a positive in that realm. I don't know if the Titans are going to get Aaron Rodgers or not. I have no clue. But it is a positive in my mind. You know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers coming to Tennessee. I am pro. I pro A-Rod coming to, to Tennessee and not Tannehill. I think that when you get a guy in the building who's been around Aaron Rodgers and instead of hearing a lot of the hearsay about Aaron Rodgers, there's value to that. Right. Yeah. Cause he can speak on, you know, his pros and also his cons, right? Everybody has flaws. Aaron Rodgers is a flawed individual like us all. And having a guy who's been around him, I think is valuable in decision making, especially if he's going to be working hand in hand with Rand Carthon. Well, it doesn't take very long to Google image search uh, Chad Brinker and see a picture of him and Aaron Rodgers uh, photographed together, both big smiles. And, and so, you know, with the Packers, Chad Brinker's a former player, former undrafted free agent player in the NFL as a, as a running back. So he's got a lot in common with Rand Carthon there. He's worked his way up. But if you look at what he's done in Green Bay and and from what I've heard about uh, about um, Chad Brinker is that former players like, like guys, players like this guy. Like there's a connection that he can have a relation to players. Being a business, NFL business type guy, working with contracts, working with a bunch of different things, and also relating to a player of, hey, this is how your contract's set up, and this is how it's going to work for you and where you need to improve to make sure you get these extra things. Chad Brinker will be an asset uh, to the front office and be another way that the locker room can relate to the front office, which it, we're seeing that really happen a lot across the Titans' uh, new setup here. All these changes have to pay off on the field. Yeah, you know? no doubt. I, uh, it's, all, it's all moved. They're all good. I think that they're positive. The Tim Kelly one is more questionable, but – in the eyes of Mike Vrabel, it is positive. And 
I always go back with with Mike Vrabel. I, I think we all, and I would include the chat, you and me, is we are questioning the Tim Kelly move. Like, why did you? Why are you doing this? I did the same thing with Shane Bowen, though, and so that worked out. Different circumstance, but maybe it will work, and maybe these executive moves at the top will help the Tennessee Titans in the long run as they evolve into a franchise that's going to have a lot more eyes on them in 2026 when they open their brand new stadium yeah. and a Super Bowl comes right down the way after that. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, a to Z Sports, uh, Michael says. Uh, Whether the they'll Titans- be playing in it or not, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, they'll be hosting it. Michael Jones asks, are the Titans building a team or just playing fancy football? It seems like they're trying to build a team is what I feel. Uh, a to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Zach, Let's get to the magic bucket like we do every Thursday to wrap up the show. But first, Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, that is who you should trust if you, in fact, get injured in a car wreck. They've recovered over a billion dollars for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky, and they can do the same for you. Uh, They're the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, They've got a fantastic reputation and can go fight that insurance company when an unfortunate event happens of being injured in a car accident. So for a free case consultation, Call Hughes and Coleman at 800-800-4600. That's an easy phone number, 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office in Nashville, Tennessee. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. The big game is on the horizon. And use the bonus code SB1000. SB1000. And get up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first big game bet misses. That is BetMGM. They are hooking you up. Download the BetMGM app. We love BetMGM in your Apple or Android store. And we'll get to the magic bucket. Magic bucket here on this Thursday to wrap up the show again. Today's show has been presented by a moment's peace salon and day spa because Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. Make sure you don't mess up. Make sure it doesn't slip your mind because you're worried about the parties on Sunday, you know, your bets on Sunday, the food you got to get ready for Sunday. So go to a momentspeace.com slash Valentine and make sure you get a gift card for the Valentine in your life to make sure that Valentine's Day is a two thumbs up success. Uh, they do an incredible job. I've got a, a couple's massage that my wife and I do every February uh, coming up next Saturday. So looking forward to that at a momentspeace.com in in Cool Springs, so check them out, amomentspeace.com slash Valentine. Uh, Zach, it is time for the Magic Bucket. Uh, what do we have set for today? Well, before uh, we get to that, and, uh, you know, there's there's HIPAA regulations that uh, A to Z Sports is going to have to disregard a little bit. But uh, for w- the one-chip challenge that we've talked about, and I see the comments, I'm not – I we read your comments, so we see them. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do the one-chip challenge, and there is a – I a reason for that. Unfortunately, for the last, I'd say, month, month and a half, I've been dealing with a uh, stomach ulcer. And so I'm not going to put myself in harm's way. Uh, I, I'm feeling a lot better, which is the good thing. But I'm not, I don't know what the ch- one chip challenge, uh, I've never done that. And I honestly don't want to risk that. So that's open and honest uh, yeah. with me. You can hate on me. I don't really care uh, if that's the case. But I, that is my, uh, the honesty of it. If we want to develop another challenge that doesn't have to do with uh, capsaicin uh, at extreme <laughs> levels, yeah. I, I would be open to doing that. But I, I, I cannot do with what I've been dealing with over the last month or two, uh, the one chip challenge. So uh, if we want to get yeah. creative, I'm, I'm open to that. I have just 
two things, uh, not millions of capsaicin and no mayonnaise. Besides that, I, I'm I'm open to pay off the ma- magic bucket because I am a man of my word. Yep, uh, and you know, hopefully that uh, gets settled. Uh, over, it is improving. You know, it yeah, is not good. where I that's would good. like it to be, but uh, it is there. I, I do think that is uh, completely fair. So on to the magic bucket for this week, Zach. Uh, I, we both need to pay off the magic bucket from last week. I still need to to do the peanut butter thing, and you still need to call give Buck a, a call on his I radio gotta find show. Some time. I, I know. And this is not this is not a, a slash at Buck. But I haven't listened to the radio in a very, very long time. So uh, yeah. I'm going to have to to turn up the dial and uh, and call in. Yeah, for sure. All right. What's the magic buck you got for today, Zach? Let's see here. This is for you, I believe. Okay. Um, So we've done this forward. I don't think we've done this backwards. Oh, God. 30 seconds on the clock. How much of the alphabet can you say backwards in 30 seconds? Oh, my. I mean, I, I would I would. Have I am aneurysm. the champion yeah. of forward. You are. 2.87 seconds, Two, I believe. 2.9. 2.9. Oh, okay. I, I don't think my stopwatch goes into a hundredth of a second. But so. it did beat your 52. Yes, my, yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to do the, the, the alphabet forward in this circumstance. So I, I'm, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not going to be able to, this is going to be tough. So, so 30 seconds. Back, yeah. I will start it at 30 seconds and you just see where you get to um, backwards for the alphabet. I will start with your first lat slash last letter. Z Y X W V T S. You missed one. Q U U U. So U, V U V U U S. No. T S. Stop. So you got the S. So you got Z Y X W V U T S. So you got eight. So do you remember when they you, you get pulled over and wasn't this like oh say your alphabet backwards if yeah, there's a part of the like, field sobriety no, test there's no way that that was it honestly I feel like I could do the alphabet better backwards and forwards fast if that ever happened to me I'd tell the cop to go f himself I'm not doing it well I mean don't don't say go f well, but if they ask me to, to, to say the, the <laughs> that's say probably not a good way to get out of a ticket or situation but, either. Well, I'm going to jail regardless if he's, yeah. We're in that situation. Yeah. I, I okay. think if that were the case, I think you should record this uh, segment on your phone and say, hey, I've got video evidence that I can't do this sober. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll put February 9th. I'll remember that. It's the February 9th at, show. at one hour. I can't do it. Uh, I, I, can get to, I can get to you S. Got to S. You got eight letters. I feel like I could do it backwards better than I did it forward. Now, the speed is why I messed up forward. Okay, so um, that's now it's that's my turn. Stuff. Wear ear covering headphones on tomorrow's show. I don't think I have those. Well, you should because we used them for our game day show. 
you remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just have to get the bag out. Okay. I remember because I purchased I, them. <laughs> I forgot. We do have those. <laughs> they're like, very, they're studio version. Yeah. They got the little headpiece thing, too. I, I have to figure out how that would uh, impact my microphone situation. All right. So, so DJ AS. No, basically, uh, this is my gaming headset, right? Right. Yeah. Gaming headset. Which I haven't you, played. I, I, we don't get, you know, you grow older and you don't game as much. Yeah. I haven't played a video game in almost probably over 10 years. I, I've, <laughs> I've said this whenever I have free time in my life, which I don't think that it's going to be anytime soon. I just, I want to sit down for three weeks and play Red Dead Redemption 2. That is like yeah. one of my, those, that's a game that I've just really want to play, but I'm at the stage where. Yeah. For me, it's I want to sit down for a day and a half and create a dynasty on the new NCAA football game and just go. That would <laughs> like be that, fun. That would be fun. That's what that's my nostalgic video game. And I've said it for a long time. The only video game that will get me to come back and pick up the controller again is the NCAA football game. That's the only thing. Now you did play NFL Blitz throughout the pandemic. Yeah, and, and I did. I that one, man, that was nostalgic. And I have people come up to me on the streets. Uh, and be like, dude, when are you bringing Blitz back? They enter, and I appreciate it, right? It's humbling. But like at a grocery store, I had somebody come up to me and introduce himself, and they start talking about Blitz, and I was like, man, I didn't realize that that reached that many people, but it did. Nobody had anything to do. It was the summer of 2020, and everybody just watched Zach play NFL Blitz for 30 minutes. Uh, and yeah, won, won a Super Bowl. You I'm did. Champion. You did. Won two right, guys. Super Bowls. A uh, great show today. Don't forget, check out a momentspiece.com slash Valentine. Seriously, you're going to win. I've, you've, you will never be steered the wrong direction if you go to a momentspiece.com slash Valentine and get the Valentine in your life, a gift card uh, for the holiday that's next Tuesday. So make sure you don't mess that up. Uh, momentspiece.com slash Valentine is where to check it out. And we will see you guys tomorrow on a Friday getting ready for uh, the the Eagles and Chiefs I haven't really talked about it yet, but make sure you like the show before you go and subscribe to the A to Z Sports YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook, all of that. We, we really appreciate you guys giving us a like, the thumbs up right there to help us out. And Buck Rising will be live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. Check you guys later. Appreciate it as always. Adios.